I know that we say that we watch it so that you don't have to. This one gets a a soft maybe watch it from me. It does. It does. And the reason is because it is just land jaws. It is jaws on land. It is Well It is Jaws on Land with none of the talent. Yeah. Just none. <laughs> top to bottom. <laughs> you shouldn't see this is not unwatchable hello do 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 hello and welcome to nigh unwatchable the show where we watch unbearable nonsense so that you don't have to <laughs> that's chris wyden i'm harrison stewart i love this tone We're of back. voice you got what are we like the late After... night are we the post delilah show delilah comes on and then nigh unwatchable softer than delilah is that's a that's a level of soft that you're not <laughs> listener bubbies you're not even prepared for that level of softness unwatchable. uh no i don't know i'm just i'm trying i'm trying a legit intro for once, just to mix things up. Yeah, uh, I was shook. Almost as an apology for 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 my my COVID absence last week, but we're back and we're back with a biggin. We watched 1976's masterpiece horror thriller film, Grizzly. It is. A masterpiece. It, if if you were wondering why, it, yes, it's because Cocaine Bear is is out. It as is. A movie. It is. Bears on the brain. Bears, Bears on, on the, the brain. brain. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Bears on the brain. This is a movie which I, I get. What did you just search? Uh, bear on on. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay, across the <laughs> platforms, and we settled on Freevee. Uh, which is featuring this film, and honestly, I know that I know that we say that we watch it so that you don't have to. This one gets a a soft maybe watch it from me. It does, it does, and the reason is because it is just land jaws. It is jaws on land. It is <laughs> well. It is jaws on land with none of the talent. Involved. Yeah. <laughs> Just none. Top to bottom. <laughs> uh, and this <laughs> jaws, right, came out in 1975. So like even at the time, everyone was just like, this is jaws. <laughs> like, like, I mean, you get five seconds into the movie and you're already like in in POV of of the the animal and oh, it a hundred percent like it uh, you can tell because it came out a year later but it also just feels like that this is one of those movies where like and we'll get into it Harrison is gonna give us a quick synopsis so you have some some context in a moment but it is just <laughs> littered with hilarious technical issues. There are so many issues God. with the story and the themes and the acting, which is, as always, going to be most of what we talk about. But this, I mean, it's rare you see a movie that is a, f a feature film with the audio yes. quality that it had, or lack thereof. Oof. With Oof. It was, 
This movie was actually well shot in one respect, meaning this movie was shot on film because it was 76. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And almost every shot has crystal clear focus, which I have to say is something that even movies of that time that I love and respect do not always have. But there was so much attention clearly put in (laughs) by this not very experienced DP, director of photography, for getting that focus that they forgot about the other settings of shooting shooting a movie virtually every other one yeah because like i mean granted i wouldn't know how to work a film camera because that that's before my time not your bad but yeah i do know that you need to be careful with your shutter speeds and your frame rates because if you Mm. do things if you change settings even on a film camera versus a video camera it's gonna f- affect how things look. You want to make sure all your settings complement each other. You can definitely fuck that up otherwise. And they did. The movie yep. has like this constant yep. strobing effect because yes. they just like messed up either their shutter speed or their frame rate or both. I'm not, you know, it's hard to determine what exactly they did wrong, but that typically is I'm, what that means. And so I'm going to I'm going to present the <laughs> argument in favor of uh specifically frame rate because another thing that you notice early that I noticed very early on in the movie, particularly like the first few times you see the bear, is that I almost thought that the bear was stop motion. Because and then I was realizing that a lot of the actors also look like they were stop motion. And then I'm like, oh wait a second, this just has a really low frame rate. That's what's going on. Yeah, like this is which like also everything is, should not look this choppy. They may have done that. May have been one of those things where it was like intentionally done, but without realizing the consequences. Because they mm-hmm. much of this movie is shot outside. So when you're shooting outside, you have different things you're trying to deal with and a lot of this movie is shot at outside when like the sun's going down <laughs> so, right so they're dealing with like light disappearing and like trying to make sure the image is bright enough but whatever let's talk about what this movie actually is harrison can you can you take it away before i take it yeah off yeah man so you know we start out and there is a uh we're, we're over a forest uh not really sure where it is i assumed it was probably somewhere like washington i looked it up later it's actually georgia okay it's uh it's north like very very north uh eastern georgia where where georgia actually touches north carolina so that same mountain range uh, which I, you know, fooled me. It looks, it looks like it's somewhere in Washington, you know. And he's flying over, and the, Stober, you know, this is the, he's the 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 pilot, and he's a, a Vietnam veteran, uh, and kind of a fucked up dude, as we'll discover later. But <laughs> he's just looking out over the forest. And he's like, you know, this land has been untouched since the Indians had it. So yeah, there's no telling what's out there. And then just you know. Sweeping score, Grizzly <laughs> just flashes on the screen. One of those now, like amazing scores that does didn't exist in this way then, but if you heard it now, you'd be like, "Oh, that's like the stock <laughs> music you buy for like three dollars yeah. to to like add to your YouTube video." <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I mean, it is it is definitely that level. And it's also because this is the 70s, there's definitely a decent amount of like perky music where it just does not fucking fit. You know, <laughs> like it, it has it. So, again, 
we're doing Jaws, but without John Williams. That's very important. <laughs> that's that that's very important <laughs> because as we discover in the very next scene, there were some very hot uh, female uh, campers are out ah. just just camping out, just chilling in the woods, and the handsome young ranger comes and he's like, "Are you guys okay?" And then just all of their lines have been ADR'd. Which, oh, big time. I, like I, there, you know, some of them were more obvious than others. And then there was one where she just did not open her mouth <laughs> and out came like, we'll be careful. We'll be back before sunset. <laughs> and the ranger's like, okay, like, all right, y'all do that. And then they separate themselves for reasons I can't quite remember. And then we get our first like POV shot of the bear, right? So you've got that like husky, like it, that's the thing, is that just like a lot of effects in this movie, it could have been kind of cool, but it was just poorly executed. So you've got like the big husky breathing of the bear as as, as he's like looking at him. and But it, it, it kind of, it goes on way too long. Like, whereas in Jaws, it'll just be like little snippets of it. We'll have to be in bear POV for like a minute. <laughs> and the music is just like, the music sounded a lot like that <laughs> it did honestly um it it, it sure did and it, it doesn't work but then the bear attacks uh unnamed female camper number one which is actually how she's credited um and <laughs> that is when i i just lost it because like the blood effect it's like Godfather blood. Oh, you know what I mean? It is like it's it's not the right color at all. Not even close. Oh, but it's even it's, it's even better than the blood. I love the fucking the like disembodied the arm. bear arm that like the comes arm. in and slashes. It looks it looks like a slasher film. Like that's what this scene mm, looks like. It does. Unlike Jaws, the like murder it feels well, that's what it is. It feels like a murder scene. It doesn't feel yeah. like a monster eating you scene (laughs) no and it doesn't and it doesn't it's also like a lot the reason why jaws is so scary is because it 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 holds its cards pretty close to the vest you know like he just the tension is built masterfully over the course of like an hour before you really see like any out and out carnage so by the time you do you're like oh shit you know like it kind of knocks you in the mouth but this we're at the two minute mark and it's just like here comes you know like it reminded me of the wampa from uh from empire strikes back like the snow monster (laughs) that that just like when the claw comes into the shot like that's what it looks like and that was the primary effect used for the bear was that claw that is very clearly like a person waving it and like the effect is just that like the claw will will get someone like knock them and then their arm will go fly off in the other it's, direction the disembodiment is incredible in this movie so anyway the first it girl is. goes down unnamed camper first girl one. goes down and then we have to unfortunately we have to get into the second one like the wikipedia just just skips right over <laughs> Early on, we established two very important things about this bear. Because as that second girl 
escapes, she sees like, you know, an old rundown cabin. She's like, oh, perfect. And, and goes in there and shuts the door, oh, you know, over, over in the corner. And instead of the bear coming through the door, the bear who is able to, by just like hitting parts of the cabin, send them flying in all directions as well. Just like utter destruction, like a wrecking ball. He's got a wrecking ball punch in which he just oh, like yeah. destroys buildings. He has building damage, it is, this bear does. It is like full, and, I forget if it's, it's probably both Jason and Michael Myers. So I'll just say both Jason and Michael. It's like when either of them come through, come through a wall. Like, again... Very serial killer vibes with this bear so far in the movie. Like, and it's an indoor murder scene (laughs) where bear, like, probably in real life would not pursue this person at this point. They've already killed someone, but, like, pursues them, goes and murders them, and... (laughs) Well, and then we but, start meeting but, but the Chris, main characters of the movie. But goddamn, the scene is just so silly. <laughs> Chris, again, like like you just cited Jason and Freddy, ridiculous characters in fantasy stories, okay? This is ostensibly about a bear. A bear. And he comes in through the roof, which he just destroys. Like, he doesn't even, like, break through it. He just, like, we see a paw come through, and then the roof just explodes. Like, it just, it's nowhere. And then the paw comes, so, like, this is not going to be the last time that this bear attacks from above. Like, that is, that is another thing in this movie that is just, like, what, what, can, can he fly? Did he jump up there? Did he climb? What? How did Bear get up there? Why is Bear attacked? So his claw comes down through the roof and just slashes her in the face and hilarious effect. Like her, her, it's, it's just like her bloodied face and she just makes the worst, least convincing scream. Like, uh, but it echoes. Oh, it so echoes, like, uh, baby. Uh, uh, Through uh. the woods. And then <laughs> oh we God. fade to find Ranger Kelly, our oh. hero, on the crime Ranger scene. Kelly, our hero. Because, you know, rangers are on crime scenes, and that's their function <laughs> always. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they find one of the girls, okay? They find, they find the girl that got her arm rended off. Uh, female camper number one. Excuse mm-hmm. me. I know her name. Female camper number one. Uh, they find her body, but then the other one, Chris, the other one's missing. Well, and then for a they little bit. stumble upon it immediately after realizing. Yes, it's there's there, yes, there's very little mystery. Like a random, there's a random photographer lady who is a love interest of Kelly, but I'm just going to skip over her because about halfway through the movie, she disappears and does not return. And she doesn't really Um, serve any... It's this, like, character who, at the beginning of the movie, they bring her in like she is going to be one of our protagonists. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, I'm ready to be concerned about what happens with her. She has she has many lines. She has many lines. And uh many lines. And like there's like we, this we weird established that back she and is forth with her she, and Ranger Kelly. Like she doesn't like him and he doesn't like her, but they also clearly want to fuck. And Well, I I also I also would be remiss if I didn't point out that she's the daughter of the forest socialite. Like it's just this man in an ascot <laughs> who like Kelly comes up to him and is like 
or not Kelly, excuse me, the, the, uh, the, the photographer lady who's his daughter comes up to him and is like, you're spending so much on wine. He's like, it keeps them coming back. It's like, where are you? Is this a lodge? Is this a, like, who, who is this? Just yeah, they pampered. like loosely indicate this is like a lodge associated with this park, which whether or not it is really, I I realize it was shot in Georgia, but it's some national park that is in somewhere America. No, Chris, it's named. We see the sign at the very beginning, and it is the national park. Oh, it's the national park. Excuse me. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, come on. Makes perfect sense. Anyway, Ranger Kelly, my favorite part about the The intro is when we watch the murder (laughs) of these two women. I think to myself, this is a murder that I just watched. And that is exactly what Ranger Kelly thinks when he gets on the crime scene. Before they yes, it realize is. it's a bear, which they, I'll just say it, they, they like, discover the buried body, and someone's like, don't bears, like, bury their prey or some shit, like, to come back and yeah. eat later? And it's like, oh, so it's probably a bear, okay. They must have gotten too close to, like, cubs or something. So then we, so whatever, <laughs> we know it's a bear, but, like, the crime scene indicates like a a person a serial killer type so i honestly at this point in the movie without knowing where it's going and i can't believe i i'm gonna admit this i haven't seen jaws so i'm not watching this oh what but i'm frankly i'm really glad i haven't seen it yet because now when i watch jaws one i'm gonna think some parts of it are probably (laughs) really funny but two I, I wasn't, like, thinking about it that way, so I totally was like, okay, great, we're gonna have a bear serial killer. This should be, like, plenty dumb and hilarious, but, well, no. So anyway, we go back to Ranger Kelly's office, and we f- and we find out that this, this bear problem shouldn't even exist for, for reasons that Harrison's about to get into. <laughs> no, there, there, shouldn't, there shouldn't be a bear problem because uh, this guy named Scott who is just like the crazy woodsman. Uh, he and Kelly have tagged all the bears and yeah, he's like driven a, them out. A of nature the scientist area. man. He's a nature scientist man. You know the types, the nature scientist mans of the world. <laughs> uh, he is arguing that this could not have been one of the bears because they tagged all of them. Right? So Scott, Scott, again, because this is just Jaws, Scott is the equivalent of like the sea captain that you know takes Richard Dreyfus and crew out. Uh, that is Scott's role. He is not very interesting at all, actually. Scott. He 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 is in it for a lot of the movie, but we don't really learn anything about him other than he's just like, I like the woods. I hang out in the woods. Y'all wouldn't understand. <laughs> I was like, no, they actually all every every, every single person here actually lives at least very close to the woods, if not directly inside the woods. I don't I don't see how that's a particular claim that sets your character apart. But whatever. They they they're looking for the bear who done this. And, you know, he comes in, uh uh Scott comes in with his whole theory about like, oh, actually, it's a grizzly. Which I was fine to accept, okay? Because grizzlies are like bigger; they're, you know, they can be more vicious. Yeah. It, it, that was enough. And then within the same explanation, as he's talking to Kelly, and they're like, "Oh, what's, what's going on? Like, help us! You're the bear guy around here. Like, what, what's happening?" And he's like, "It is actually 
Because um, he goes and he measures the size like, tracks. based on yeah. Uh, yeah tracks around the crime scene. Is like based on this, it's it it could be like fifteen feet tall. <laughs> so you know, most people are thinking. I don't think a uh, even a grizzly. I don't I don't think a bear is that big. Uh, which is exactly what you know Scott and or excuse me uh, Kelly and and our Stober Stober the the helicopter pilot from the beginning he's now involved. who who are he tells this is them Don Stober so if you hear me say Don because that's what I have in my notes versus Stober that's why true, Ranger Kelly true. Don the pilot and fucking Scott oh and of course before and we forget Scott. though. Well, I'll finish finish where you were going because there's one last one last intro bit to throw in. Well, it's just that he introduces that this is not just a grizzly. This is his theory is that it is an extant relative of uh, the million year old Ursa Oribilis, which, if you're listening and have ears, you know is fucking bullshit. There's no way that there is ever something called an Ursa or a bad bear. It's called a bad bear. That was the best we could come <laughs> up with. No, it's not real, which is also odd because there was no shortage of like ancient creatures and they, real ones that they could have like pulled from. So honestly, Chris, now this is a this is a the Meg situation. Oh, it is. This is actually they're like this is <laughs> I mean, some, maybe in a little Godzilla, some uh, like giant reaction. species of grizzly that managed to procreate and survive through millions of years without people noticing a giant ass fucking bear. But also to add a wrinkle, and and this is a, a funny a fun wrinkle for the story. Ooh la la, we're going to have uh, another side of, of conflict. There's a politician involved. So Ranger <gasps> Kelly. Oh, no, Chris. Yeah, you you, for, Chris, you forgot to mention. Is our he guy. almost? Is he almost like the mayor from Jaws? I was gonna ask if Jaws had a mayor because <laughs> yeah, dude, hundred percent. Like every every part of this movie is just taken directly from Jaws without getting any of it right or good or correct. Because like all that happens here, you're exactly right. This guy's name is um Kil Kiltridge Kittridge Kittridge yeah. Kittredge is like I don't know what the the warden. They seem to indicate he's some kind of like national federal national park official because they keep but we don't know his title and I don't think they ever say his title. But he keeps referring how he has to like bring this. I don't want to bring this okay, up to the boys you know in Washington and all that crap. Chris, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. He's the mayor of the forest. He's the mayor. He's the mayor of the, the forest. forest. <laughs> the mayor of the forest declares that while while okay okay he'll tell them to come he'll tell the campers to come down off the mountain but he's not going to close the park yeah you guys remember he will COVID, not close right? it's a lot he like will that. not close the he will not close the beach i mean park <laughs> uh because it's it's the busy season and yeah okay so again it's just fucking jaws there is a really funny scene of um just like a lot of people you know, like maybe, maybe like 30 people. Like running. Just all in backpack, just running down a hill. Just evacuating so the national forest. Thinking and thinking about how they like got that together and just got a, a couple, like a bunch of local yokels to just like, like <laughs> I, I was just so amused by that scene. Also because the music is ridiculous and like really upbeat when it's like, okay, wait, but they're running for their lives against a, a super bear. I don't. 
I don't. Oh, oh. Also, also, uh, it's important to note that nobody believes the super bear theory. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even though you have you know, your like one definitive scientist character saying the thing, I mean, obviously this has been played out not only in Jaws but many times <laughs> since in other movies. Who's like, ah, this is what's happening, and then like the politician's like, but I want to make money and I don't want to start a panic. Yeah. And Ranger Kelly's like, I need to do my job, and everyone's in my way. So that's right. the mood. Anyway, we get evacuated. Despite despite <laughs> the fact that as they're looking for the bear, like a park ranger gets killed. Um, oh, that's but, right. You know, so they go out, maybe the work, rangers so, go out looking for the bear. I forgot about that. Yes, I, I, I do want to, one difference from Jaws is that Jaws, Jaws has a nice variety of death that makes it that really doesn't make you feel too much like targeting is going on right you know Mm -hmm. which is like a big problem with grizzly is that it takes like an hour for a dude to bite it in this movie it is just all young babes in like incredibly salacious which again positions and feels like they're taking the direction to this is some kind of like serial killer bear sexual because yeah, it feels like that because the park ranger who dies of course in very horror movie typical style it's like she and a male park she's ranger new. she's paired with for searching is like all right well we'll split up because we haven't seen the bear yet I'll go, whatever. Oh, yeah, they and she's fret like, and Daphne. Oh, here's it. a waterfall. So obviously I'm going to strip down to my skivvies and go like mm-hmm. play in the waterfall. And then we get the point of view shot yes. of the bear yes. looking yes. at her from behind the waterfall. And then right when she gets there, she gets moist. No, 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 no. Chris, that's the best part. The POV, the bear is like across the way looking at oh. her. Oh, and then she goes right. under it's the waterfall worse. and from the darkness behind. So we have established the bear is across the river over there watching her. And then from the darkness, as she's beneath the waterfall, two paws come out and one like silences her, like literally puts its paw over her mouth. And then it's such, just pulls her into the it's darkness. So it's so weird because while the plot points so are like jaws, like you're saying, oh. it's, it is all the killing at this point are just so slasher movie like they are not at all horror normal they are specific slasher killings which is just i don't know it's just very funny to me at at this stage and i remember i have in my notes like is this bear a serial killer like where is this going (laughs) i mean this is like scream shit you know it's just like all the young women that are like barely clothed but also one funny thing is that uh, at this point in the movie, in Jaws, uh, like kind of the second victim, so to speak, um, there's a similarity between those two scenes. It's a kid, but he's like gotten on a raft, and then we just see like some blood rise to the surface, and it's really like tastefully done, yeah. you know? So that, uh, like, because at first it's nothing, and then the camera lingers, and you're like, why is the camera lingering? And then you start to see the reds, like, ah, no! <laughs> so, like, it's just it's just really well done, is the bottom line. This movie tries to duplicate that by having uh, her, the park ranger's blood flow down the waterfall, 
And then, like, at first, it's not even enough to be noticed. But, uh, you know, at first, I remember thinking, okay, they're doing the thing again with the blood in the water, but, like, I can't even see. And then it just all comes gushing so that, like, all of the water is just red. It's just, like, way too much blood. Where it's like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think anybody has so much blood in them. That's just, that's so much blood. They turned the whole river <laughs> red, it did. I just don't know. Yeah, we, we moved that's... away from Jaws and into Shining in that moment. Real quick. <laughs> like, real quick. <laughs> it is, uh... it is remarkable. One thing that I, because there's no point in saying this multiple times, but it's worth understanding as we talk about this movie. In between each scene each like actual scene of any amount of substance that we discuss there are just these long like this movie i think is what an hour and 17 minutes or something and it is uh it's 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 an hour and a half it is okay an hour and a half it is so much longer than that when you're watching it because in order to build the tension i mean now i like really want to watch jaws so i can like really compare how the tension so see it done well because in order to build the tension in this movie and why it fails is they just take all of this time showing us either pov shots of the bear going through the woods which eventually slowly turn into just shots of a real bear they finally wise up and are like all right like it's dumb just to have like what is essentially just a bunch of trees where some dudes walking past is not scary enough so you actually have a bear but still you have that or you have just big helicopter shots or sweeping shots of like the national forest at night with like scary music and that there's so much of that just like trees like bad footage yeah. of trees throughout yeah. the movie that are meant to and build repeated tension. and repeated yeah. yeah repeated footage like the amount of times that they use the exact same shots and pov oh and like you know close-up shots of the bear's paws just walking it's so awful and they need it's to, so like often, it's clear that they understand they need to build tension but they don't understand that the best way to do that is to exponentially ramp up so you begin with very little and then it becomes way way more in the second half of the movie the problem is yeah. we've begun with slasher murder and now we take these long breaks of like not and boring wood shots and then murder and then break of boring wood shots and it's just like well of course all of this is boring because there's no tension here now i know what's gonna happen there's yes <laughs> exactly exactly it's already exactly. happened and it's yeah it's awful. and and as we'll get into later in the plot this movie has several instances of doing a fake out and being like See, you thought we were going that way because that's where we went, but we're actually not, only to undo the fake out five seconds later. Um, and it, we, I'm mainly thinking of the kid. And anyway, uh, so the Kittredge is not going to close the lower campgrounds, and we get like a night shot of a bunch of people camping. Like there's probably like 40 people there and the camera's just like going through. It's a bunch of random people, characters we've never seen before or won't see Some again. Some kind of, it really it, matter. they're making it out to be like a big gathering of, of, of family yeah. friends and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and not even like, like, I mean, it's just like a popping camping ground, you know, like a bunch of different groups and stuff. And there's this, uh, dude and his significant other and she like kisses him very suggestively and then goes into her tent 
and it's like put and he's got just the most shit-eating grin you know like i'm gonna get laid like it's it's <laughs> it's so obnoxious especially with that mustache she has uh but anyway she's like getting ready for the sex <laughs> and she's like putting on perfume and stuff and then once again the bear claw comes through the roof of the tent okay doesn't just like doesn't just get her grabs her so and pulls her out through the top of the tent and then chris i don't even understand what i was supposed to be seeing at this juncture i'll just describe what i saw and maybe you can make sense of it she's then like just kind of elevated in the air like like she's just kind of hanging there almost like it's an exorcism and she's like freaking out and blood is spurting out she's screaming and stuff but like she's 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 in the air she's up there what the fuck is like is the bear in a tree dangling her over the terrified crowd is is like because we don't see a claw we just see like the bottom like the top of her body is is out of frame and the bottom of it is like coming in as long with her limbs just freaking well, we out and blood splurting everywhere again like a serial killer once the bear is done the bear leaves and then like the body is discovered and that's what causes this commotion on the campground it's not like what you might assume an aggressive man-eating bear would do which would be like run into this p- group of food it sees partying in the woods no it attacks this one person also a woman un- also like a slasher movie she's getting ready to bone and <laughs> and then yep. gets moited and <laughs> What I think is wild about this at this point in the movie is we now know by the time this murder happens, we now know from scientist character that this bear not only like shouldn't exist and they don't know how it's there and it's freakishly large and all those things. We have also learned that this bear is a carnivore. It is not an omnivore. So it exclusively eats meat unlike other the other bears that live in the park, which are omnivores. Yes. And not yes. only that, it is, like, clearly hungry. Its move is, like, it's going to kill and eat and all this stuff. And they make a point of, of specifying. It's gotten a taste. And yet. It's gotten a taste for human flesh. And yet, at no point so far in the movie have we had a person get eaten. Every body is discovered Fully mutilated and destroyed, but, like, for the most part, the, like, 80 to 90% of people's bodies are, like, there and intact. They're missing, like, a limb. And it is just, it is so wild to me that you would take pains to tell your audience that this bear's thing is fucking chowing down on human flesh. (laughs) And then it consistently leaves all of the human flesh after it kills yeah. people it's like well then well, what is it what is it doing so well, still because let me remind they take, you of what they i'm take thinking that at this point bear serial killer that's a serial killer <laughs> yeah because because it has like a calling card at this yeah. point like I'm, I'm totally willing to buy that it's a thing that if a bear has more than it can eat that it'll just bury it fine it's every time 
it just like kills them, doesn't even have a little chow down, and then just buries their ass and in like the shallow so, grave that everyone. Okay, so finds. here's here's a weird here's a super weird thing about this movie is that this is the same juncture in Jaws in which they bring in all of the the fishermen to try to capture Jaws. Same thing happens. They invite uh, uh, Kittredge invites a bunch of hunters. He makes it open season on bears. The way they present this, by the in, way, in is the just park. a caravan of like trucks and cars suddenly pull into the woods, and all these hunters go out. Well, you don't know for five minutes Chris, that this is like hunters that Kittredge has hired. <laughs> You're just like no, but at the same time, I was very amused that you basically get like a troop of Elmer Fudds. Oh. I mean, like they've got hats that are just like on top of their head. They're not on the head; they are on top of the head. You know, <laughs> like no part of it is pushed down. They're just very neatly seated there. Um, anyway, these hunters uh, find a bear cub, and they're like, let's use it as bait. <laughs> so they do. Geniuses. And. <laughs> geniuses and the bear uh the grizzly comes and so they're thinking this is probably her cub uh you know everyone's still operating under the theory that the only reason that the bear is attacking is because they've threatened the cubs when and now we get confirmation that oh wait no this has got to be a guy because actually he came and he ate the baby yeah, the grizzly just comes and snatches the baby away. Doesn't leave a body this time. Uh, snatches snatches the little cub and to never be heard from again. And then Scott is like, it's a dude. Only dudes are cannibalistic. And like, I still don't understand how that's like super duper helpful. Like everybody acts like, okay, the game has changed. We're looking for a guy bear. It's like, I, I mean, you know, you were always looking for a 15-foot bear. I, 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 I'm not entirely sure whether or not said bear has wang-a-dang-dang is that important yeah. to the conversation. But, uh, but as you were, as you were. Then the next thing that happens is the bear, uh, what, one of the like park rangers who's not that important, uh, is sent to like a fire lookout tower and the bear collapses it. The bear collapses the, the, it. The grizzly comes and destroys the entire tower. Now which then just crashes on top it, of the park. Ranger. It does this, yeah, by by like really just slamming into it a bunch until it falls down. Which is just done in and it's it's just I love how simplistic this scene is. Because it's one of those scenes that was written and never revisited by the nope. screenwriter. The guy is standing never. on top of this, like, yeah, like this large whatever, I guess, some kind of National Forest Lookout Tower. And and he's a national park ranger, and they're communicating with Ranger Kelly and Scotty and other rangers. And he's like, I don't see, this is what happens right before he dies. Like, I don't see the bear anywhere from this lookout tower yeah and then out of nowhere the bear comes and attacks like the bottom of the thing right away which is like just don't have just don't have any of that like what what's no what's happening no. and of course the whole thing is like you know then ranger kelly and people here on the walkie-talkie because the guy's like well i it's the bear he's here and blah and they arrive right after he's the like trying collapses. to he's like trying to shoot the bear that is directly under oh him. Oh, my God. I mean, this bear takes, like, a million slugs in this movie. It's <laughs> insane. It's, it, 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 like, everybody keeps apparently hitting it, and it's just fine. 
but it knocks over the entire tower, which falls down the mountain, which looks very funny. Very, very funny. <laughs> um, and they still don't shut down the park. Kittredge, despite the fact that this is turning it into a national news story, and, like, civilians have seen the super bear. They saw it destroy that lady at the campground. So, like, there's no political advantage anymore to keeping it open. He's still just like, I won't! I won't do it! I won't! And then we cut to a house in the woods, Chris. Um, I don't know what to tell you. It's there. It has not been mentioned or uh, uh, brought up before. It doesn't appear to be near anything. I don't know if this is on the fucking campgrounds. It's just a Hansel and Gretel-style house in the woods. Who cares? With a white picket fence and a little blonde boy, like a little blonde toddler with a white bunny rabbit out front. Just... Just uh, quite a setup. Mm. Quite a quite. That's like a scary movie level setup for like that kid's gonna get got. Like, come the fuck on. But his name is Billy. Of course he's going to get got. <laughs> his mother just shouted, "Billy, don't you go beyond that fence." Billy's gonna go beyond that fence. The rabbit's gonna get out. And he's gonna go get him, isn't he? <laughs> so all of that happens naturally, uh, and then there's like this shot. It like holds Billy goes outside the fence and and off camera, and then it holds it and you're like, yeah, he's dead. And then Billy comes right back Aww. and everything's fine. But no, it isn't. Here comes a bear. <laughs> Just like out of nowhere, the bear has gotten inside the enclosure and just like does another famous like swipe, you know, oh. the wampa swipe again, hits the kid's leg, which goes flying off. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what happened to the rabbit. The rabbit is just like not mentioned again. Yeah, the rabbit's out now. Billy has no leg. Mama comes up and the bear picks her up. And I do believe, Chris, that the uh, implication is uh, eaten whole because we get eat. we get like a shot from inside the mouth going towards the mom's face it should be and then and then the next thing we see is her dangling feet just like ascending like like upward we, we you know it's like we can see the chest of the bear and her dangling feet going upwards and then just nothing so i Chris, I think he ate her whole. I, uh, I, I would think he's that, upgraded. Except for what he's happens upgraded. in the next scene, which is, of course, this house. When there's a body, you're Becomes fu- <laughs> a crime scene, and there are two bodies. <laughs> and they carry away a body. Oh, my God, you're right. You're right. I just don't think that anybody was keeping continuity in between because, oh, well, like, the the they not. keep talking about how everything was, like, like you were saying, was eaten entirely. And they even show us the bear eating this woman whole. And it's like, can't believe he left. So what? I guess he just, like, shat her out whole as well, you know, <laughs> uh, upon the floor. That's what I'm going to choose to go. So Kittredge finally closes the fucking Park. Because uh, okay. a mother and child die, the the quintessential political thing that can't the, happen happens. So exactly, a boy with rabbit was mutilated. Can't have that. Oh, and this is also around. No mention. No, no, no mention of the mother. By the way, when they're when 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 they're like <laughs> reviewing the crime scene afterwards, yeah. Kelly to like the reporter, it's just like. Yeah, Billy's devastated, you know, like he's he's going to make it and he's does not bring up the the fact that the mother was uh Aiden Aiden Hole. Aiden Hole. Uh, f- 
earlier earlier that afternoon. They also, I'd like to point out that part of him closing the park is like Ranger Kelly. One, this murder happens, but two, Ranger Kelly like realizes that the politician is is the one who called all the press, which is why mm. they're even around. Which is one of those things, like to your point earlier, I get we're trying to make the politician seem like a, an idiot with bad motivation. Because he's trying to get the news story. But this is not a news story that helps anyone's career. So why no. would he do that? No. Like, why? I don't. Like, that shouldn't he's be just, the... Like, he brings he brings in the news media and then is like, you've got to get this bear or it's my ass. You you put your ass you, on the you line. You did that. No one else put... Yeah, but it's my ass. It's my ass. I'm the mayor of the forest. Don't talk back. <laughs> So Mayor Forrest finally shuts down the forest, which also I don't really understand how this is, uh, like, dissimilar to Jaws. I don't really understand how this is going to help because, again, nobody is saying that they're going to mount some kind of, like, concentrated, well-thought-out, you know, attack on this bear. It's just it's just the three. It's just the helicopter pilot, Kelly the park ranger, and Scott the mountain man and maybe park ranger also and these are unclear. the guys who are gonna do it they're gonna set a trap for the bear and they're gonna get it and it's gonna be great and yeah so kelly sets the trap with helicopter pilot uh the bear comes and i can't remember why but leaves so they start chasing the bear no the bear realizes it's a trap the bear oh that's oh of course chris of course how could i have forgotten that the bear became aware that this is a trap and and ski-daddled out of there accordingly, which is very bearish behavior. Um, they give chase on foot. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have, it's not that important because all that happens is the bear gets away, but I have to note it because, Chris, a grizzly, okay? So not even this like uh, uh, prehistoric nonsense oribulus grizzly, just a grizzly Still a large can run 35 miles bear. per by the way. Huge ass. <laughs> 35 miles per hour yeah. is how fast a bear can run. Eight miles per hour is how fast the fastest human can run. And they're like, we can catch it. We hey, hey, you got you got you got some steam in the tank? You got some some <laughs> let's get it. Come on, boy. Come on. Woo! Helicopter? No, why the fuck would we need a helicopter? It's a bear. Let's chase his ass. So they not only lose the bear, but then when they get back the way they came, they realize the bear doubled back and got all the dead deer. They like hunted some deer right before the bear. The bear. The bear got the bait. And the bear got the bait. The bear got the bait. He led them on a merry chase, but he got the bait. So anyway, then Scott. Scott is elsewhere. Like who is way? Scott is way elsewhere for for reasons again, of course. And he finds the remains of that deer and decides, I'm going to tie it to the back of my horse and I'm going to lead the bear to you two. And somehow that will work and help. I'm Scott. I'm a bear guy. I know what's I'm up. A bear guy. So anyway, the bear shows up, uh, of course, before Scott can get there, hits, he claws the horse in the face, and then just Godfather style, the whole horse head comes off. I laughed so hard, so hard at that. <laughs> so very, very, very hard. Yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. Uh, and then he apparently kills Scott uh, and buries him. Then Scott His eyes, wakes up. They they flutter in open. a shallow grave. 
They flutter. He's at alive. Them. Scott's Scott's not dead. He's not dead, actually, Chris. So you know, he we thought he was dead, but he's not. And we have spent uh, f- five to ten minutes on this plot of him getting killed the first time for him to survive and sit up and look up and see who a bear. <laughs> The bear, the bear, who then kills him for good this time. <laughs> I don't know why they gave us that little fake out for like, he lived. No, he didn't. Like, yeah. but again, it's the second time they've done it in this movie. All right. So the fellas are remaining. The pilot, Kelly, show up. They're very sad. And then they rightfully decide to give chase uh, in the helicopter this time. <laughs> The Hold on, before they do though, they discuss this is after they find Scott's body because Scott's like, This is where I am, fellas, and they're like, Alright, be careful. Oh, we'll head to oh. you and and watch out for that bear. And Scott's like, I am watching out for the bear. And uh so they find Scott's dead body. And then they decide now this is the first time. This is we are in the last half an hour. We are within the last half an hour of this movie. And 20 minutes 20 minutes time, remain on the clock they look at each other and they're like well how are we gonna get this body out of the national forest i'm like there's been like a dozen murders in this forest so far there's been and so now many. you're going to discuss the logistics of moving there's been so many <laughs> yeah that's also that's also the moment where stober goes on this really weird like side tangent about how he was in nam and they gave the vietnamese like a uh, a uh, uh, very the, the g the g word oh, yeah. for the, the 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 slur uh because it was dehumanizing and that's how he was able to uh do his job he's like so i think i could just about kill anything anyway let's go get that bear he's like why why did any of that happen why did you tell me that why did you i i, I just i don't why why especially since like we're going into the final confrontation this is where you're this is your opportunity to really make me care about this character Mm -hmm. and then you just trash it you know you're just like oh he's just kind of the worst person okay well no i'm not not gonna be that sad when in the helicopter they see below (gasps) chris the bear the bear it's running the bear they're chasing it's running they they land they're gonna get him, and that bear just grabs the rudder. Just, just he grabs the the tail of the uh, of the helicopter, and he swings it around and sends sure does. them flying. Because bears could do that, Chris. I mean, I don't know bears if you've ever seen a Meg Grizzly before, but absolutely they can. And Don and then the Stober bear goes like flying yeah. or something from yeah, the he copter. Does. He goes flying, but he keeps he holds on to his rifle like a good right? soldier, like a good soldier. And then he gets up. Here comes the bear. The bear's walking towards him on two feet for some reason. So it's like a lot slower. Here comes the bear. And then he shoots him, and he shoots him, and he shoots I mean, he shoots him just so much. The bear ain't going just down. so much, Chris. Which I will say, I don't know. I don't know what type of bullets you need to kill a bear. It is it is not the, the that is like one of the things in this movie Chris, that bothers me a little bit. But they less. would know that. No, they they would, they would know what and they type should, of bullets to bring. But it's like shooting a bear is famously not the it's you know, it's famously difficult to kill a bear. 
That's fair. That's fair, but even in real life, the, the <laughs> that that that's fair. I will accept that. What I will not accept is, well, first of all, Stober's final act is righteous. He just like he runs out of bullets and then he flips it, and it's just like I'm gonna club him. Uh, that doesn't go well. No. Stober Stober goes down. Kelly's like shit. I've only got one shot of this, and he crawls back to the helicopter, and and he pulls out. A little tube. That's right. Chris. He's got small little cylinder mortar arms. <laughs> a little cylinder. And Chris, he bazookas that fucking bear in the goddamn face. Boom! Your ass has been bazooka. <laughs> Boom! We are bazookaing this bear. It hits him in the face. Like a nuclear explosion. Oh my goes god. Off. It's just way too big. This bear clearly. All the work that everyone has put in throughout this movie shooting this bear has just created just perforations throughout because this bear disintegrates. He's gone. He's gone. Like the credits roll over Kelly walking over to Stober's mutilated body and then there is just not even a mound, just like a patch of burning grass. And that's it. Just like a massive, just burning. Yeah. What did I? What Not did I even a heat. Just... Because it was. I just okay. Yeah. Ranger Kelly sees Don is dead, and we zoom in on him being sad. <laughs> he walks past burning area where Bear had been, and kneels by Don's body. <laughs> burning area where Bear had been is the part because he's incinerated. There's no remains. The bear has just been blown to smither. It's it's cartoon rules. Like there's no there's no remains. He's just gone. He's vaporized. Ugh. Oh god. Two two fun facts as we close. That's the end. Yeah, I That's wish I had. It. Most of the time, even with shitty movies, we have some kind of ending that makes it feel better that we're at the end of an episode. This one, I don't know. It just ends. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to turn around. Now, I loved the finale. I laughed so hard. Like, I, out loud, as he got the thing, I'm like, is that a bazooka? Is that a bazooka? Does he have a bazooka? Is he going to bazooka the bear? He bazooka the fucking bear! He bazooka his ass in the face! I loved it. I laughed so hard. It gave me a headache. Um, two fun facts about this movie. First, the bear that played the grizzly, the real-life bear, since in a few shots, like, there's actually a real bear. It's a Kodiak bear named Teddy. Very, very un-original. And then he didn't actually roar. The way they got him to do, to open his mouth, is they gave him marshmallows, and then they acted like they were going to throw another one to him so he would open his mouth to catch it. And then that, and then they put the roar in later, and that's cute. I thought that was cute. That is cute. Except, I mean, give give him give him the fucking marshmallow already for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, cute. I like I like Teddy and his marshmallows. This movie was funded on a budget of seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, Chris. Which imagine imagine that in nineteen seventy six money, because there are movies that have been nominated for academy awards that have been funded for less than a hundred thousand dollars since 1976 chris 
It was a financial smash hit. You shut the fuck up. It made $39 million and was the highest grossing independent film of all time until it was unseated two years later by the first Halloween movie. Dude, this is fucking why... (laughs) This is, one, first of all, didn't realize Halloween was inspired by the movie Grizzly. Second of all... (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, does. So many correlations between those two. I am shook by this. This just speaks to, like, literally how, like, yeah, I guess in 1976, film hadn't been around for even a century yet, and people were just willing to accept crap. And I guess they also didn't have, like, cable. There were things that explained that because... You were hard up for entertainment any time before the internet in many ways. But like They just saw Jaws. God they damn. liked Jaws. We can do Jaws on land. It's so we can just boring. do all of Jaws. We don't need to change anything in Jaws. We just make it a bear. That's it. Oh my god. Only only change. Oh my god. You I I wonder how much I mean, I'm sure like <laughs> most of that went to cast and crew. But I really ah, gotta so wonder how actually, much went to the fucking helicopter. <laughs> that, that's that's a decent point. A lot of it went to the executive producer actually, who like got the distribution rights for it. Well, I meant, I meant to, the seven hundred. I meant the budget to pay for it, not the not the. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The well, but there's a fun. It's not fun. Um, the executive producer tried to screw the writer director and like regular and another one of the producers out of like any of the residual funds from like the success of the movie oh wow did Um, they fail so well they sued his ass and they won hey i mean honestly if you're gonna make like millions of dollars off of a movie grizzly is a pretty hilarious way to do it i'm glad i'm grizzly is a fucking hysterical way to do it man (laughs) especially since it was it was literally thrown together like jaws was a hit and then the producer saw the script on like this writer's desk and was like can i can i'll do that let's do that let's do that tomorrow let's do let's get it out literally begin tomorrow (laughs) yes and they did and they made grizzly and it was great it was great it was great it was great. It wasn't, but you know that the the just getting to that conclusion uh, it made it worthwhile. It made and it worthwhile. I guess we'll find something else to watch for next week. Do you have any inklings? I know we we also may be having a special guest. I also have to get back Ooh. to Dale on Twitter. Dale, I I saw you replied, but it's been a busy several days and I haven't opened Twitter yet because it's stressing me out, but I will get back to you there. <laughs> eventually um it's a stressful place i think we could all agree it's a very stressful place actually i think by the time this episode comes out i will have already gotten back to you which but i'm not going to cut this out that's what i was thinking uh, (laughs) but you know if you want to leave this in that's fine well that's it um get out of here you little rascal you little bubbies get on off of that thing okay bye